This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Tarzan and Jane Porter, sea lights through a fissure in the rock, communicate with the imprisoned party, and dynamite a section of the cave. Professor Porter's party escapes, but the noise of the explosion carries to the cannibals, who again attack them. Tarzan leads the party to a hidden retreat. Now, are you ready? Hold your breath! The jungle is ominously quiet. Yes, when Gomangani or Tarmangani come, then all jungle beasts hide. Gomangani? Tarzan means black men and white men. Why, listen. are not Gomangani. They are Tarmangani. White men? How can you tell Tarzan? Usha, the wind tells me. The wind? I don't understand. Usha carries their scent. And it is the scent of Tarmangani. Can it be? Can it be my sailors? Just what I was going to suggest. Oh, we had better wait to make sure. Look, look there. Through the clearing. It is the sailors. Yes, you. Thank <laughs> you. 
don't hope I'll end our trouble. Yes, if only the cruiser would come, we could all be on our way. We forget a very important point, Philander. What? The treasure. Philander. The treasure. Oh, Daddy, you are impossible. Here, Tarzan just rescued you from certain death, and all you think about is that treasure. Oh, but, my dear. We'll talk about that later. What we want to do now is get back to the hut. Do you think we can start our Tarzan? Yes, but only as far as that hollow. Why, Tarzan? Gomangani. Do you feel that they are close? Very close. Look. Where? I don't see anything. Bert, circling very high. They know. And listen. Don't speak for a minute, and you'll hear. what that has to do with going on to the hut. All the jungle beasts are afraid, and only of men are they afraid. I understand all that. They're probably afraid of the sailors. Of us? Why not? But, Monsieur Clayton, under the circumstances, surely it is common sense to take the advice of a man who is thoroughly versed in jungle law. Oh, right. Make allowances. Make allowances for Clayton's fever, Donald. We will be so warm, but not to the extent of sacrificing everyone's safety to his obstinacy. Allah, we obey only the suggestions of Monsieur Tarzan. <laughs> Yes, this is Numa's home. You, you don't propose going in there? Numa has fed. He will not attack when his belly is full. But how do you know he has fed? Perhaps he has not. The scent of a full lion is not the scent of an empty one. This place is a regular pool de sac. If we ever get trapped in here, well, it will all be up. We can get out at the other end. I have been here many times. Well, personally... I think it's not a foolishness to go into a trap like this to escape a bunch of imaginary blacks. I don't think they're imaginary at all, Cecil. Tarzan is generally right. If he says the chemicals are around us, I believe it. I understand. The suggestion comes from Tarzan. <laughs> then it's all right. Cecil, you're being very childish. See? Already Numa has gone away. A splendid place for defense, Tarzan. Plenty of cover. No chance of the blacks rolling rocks down on us. From the height, eh, Tarzan? I do not think so. If they do, there is a shallow cave in the white part that we will go to. It is the arrows we must watch. You understand the savages, Tarzan? Which way will they attack? I mean, from the starboard? Uh, no, 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 pardon. The right or the left side of the defense. They will keep in front of the sun as long as it is bright. It is hard to shoot with arrows against the sun. All right. I will place three, no better, four men behind that shelf of rock there. Yes, there. That will command the crossfire down at opening in the trees. Pierre! Oui! Hey, Jean! Pierre! No chance. Make every shot count and do not let one black pack that cut for money. Oui! 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 Dépêchez vous! Henri! Behind that, the footman. A sweeping fire across the mouth of the cart. And you, four men, behind the boulders in the bed. Cover the retreat of Monsieur Le Professeur and his patine. Mademoiselle Jane. Yes, Lieutenant. As far back in the deep aisle as possible. But, Lieutenant, I'm a good shot. Yes, yes, but if you will look after your father and Monsieur Philander, it will spare my men. That's right, Lieutenant. I'll do as you say. We must be more quiet. You will never see a Gomangani. 
You must shoot when you hear the leaves rustle. I think that part of your statement is correct. We'll never see the Gorman gun. All this whole thing is utterly ridiculous. Heroic! Get together! Back into the hall! 
to become prisoners? Or will the superior jungle knowledge of Tarzan save them? Behold my process. Ooh, yeah, let me do something right here, uh huh. The Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot, fun surprises, and delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude, Calabunga, to the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, dig You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. of the Apes, from the novels by Edgar Rice Burroughs, with Mr. James H. Pierce as Tarzan, and Miss Joanne Burroughs as Jane Porter. This is an American gold seal production, coming to you over the world broadcasting system and its associated stations. Professor Porter's party had been trapped in the sacred temple cave of the cannibal tribe, but Tarzan and Jane, acting upon advice from Lieutenant Darno, one of the trapped party, has successfully dynamited a section of the cave and freed the white man. The native witch doctor, however, incites the cannibals to attack, and before the whites can make good their escape, the howling natives are upon them. Tarzan and Professor Porter's party are fighting for their lives. Now, are you ready? Hold your breath! Beaten them off. Temporarily, at least. At a frightful cost, Monsieur Clayton. Then off. Clayton, let me say to you that you are a very brave man. Oh, no, Donna. If it hadn't been for this beastly fever, I'd have given a better account of myself. Is Jane all right? Yes, Jane, her father, and Monsieur Ferrandier are all back further in the hollow. Goldman Ganey are only gone for a few minutes. You mean, do you think they will come back? Is, is it all over? Father says no. He thinks that they will come back. Yes, they will come back. I must find the witch doctor's body. What good will that do? I will take it into the trees, throw it down among them. That, I think, will stop them for a while. Well, I'll go out with you and show you where I left him. All right, quickly. They may return at any time. Where are Tarzan and Clayton going? Off to find the witch doctor's body, and I hope they find it, too. Is that altogether safe? What do you mean, Daddy? Nothing here is safe. 
But I don't think they are running any particular risk just now. Uh, you mistake my meaning, dear. The absolutely unreasoning history Clayton has shown for Tarzan, you know, it seems... Oh, Tarzan certainly is capable of looking out for himself. And Clayton, fever-ridden as he is, would hardly attempt murder. No, 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 but... Mm, well, yes, after... All Monsieur Python does carry a rifle and tar. Oh no no no! Certainly is is uh, jealous, my dear. Yes, I suppose it is jealousy. But I agree with you, Mister Philander, that even jealousy would not drive Cecil to murder. I'm not trying to frighten you, but I'm really sorry that I let them go out alone. For after all, we are not dealing with Clayton's jealousy. We are dealing with a man, and not quite in his right mind due to the ravages of fever. How long are then before they return, do you think? See, all our fears were groundless. I cannot say how long. No one can say what Gomangani will do. They do not attack without beating drums and shouting. Well, that will help to us anyway. Uh, did you find the remains? Yes. I have tied him in a tree. Ready for the attack. You feel sure that they will attack? Yes. We must climb the rocks at the end of this hollow. I'm ready. We can't stand another attack like the last. How many men have you lost, Arnold? All, mademoiselle, except Francois. But they are not all dead? Yes, monsieur. Those poisoned arrows, they work quickly. I don't really see how we can escape that way. I mean, if it is possible, we should have done it to start with. No. If we had tried that at first, the Gomangani would have caught us before we could climb the rock. But, Tarzan, they can still do that. No. Now I have plenty of arrows. I will stay and kill. You're not going to stay behind, Tarzan. Yes, I stay. Uh, that's why that's a downright sacrifice for us. I will not accept my life under such conditions. Merci, no. No, thanks, old fellow. You cannot do that. Do as Tarzan tells you, Tarmangani. Before you came out, put the Gomangani alone. Always I have killed them since they killed Kayla. Kayla? Who? Uh, what was Kayla? Kayla was a great ape that mother Tarzan. Tarzan told me that one of the blacks killed her. And ever since, he has killed them, whenever he has met them. Armand Ganny talked too much. Go now, as Tarzan told you. But Tarzan, I can't leave you here. All stay, all kill. Go. Then you suggest that Mademoiselle Jane, Professor Porter, and Philandia go ahead, and Clayton, Francois, and I shall come last. And you will cover our retreat until such time as you can follow. Better send Clayton with the others, in case any of the lions are still there. I don't know what to say. Undoubtedly, Tarzan's suggestion is the only solution. But I very much dislike leaving him here to fight alone. Tarzan, fight better alone. Be quiet and go. All right. I'll lead the way. I come, Jane. Professor, and I shall follow with Francois. All right. Tarzan. Oh, Tarzan. Goodbye, Tarzan. But goodbye. We, we will see you at the rock. Yes, Jane. I will follow very quickly. Come, Tarzan, I think you are what the English call a good sport. A good sport? I do not know that word. Uh, maybe not, but that is what you are. Tell me, do you really expect to get out of here, or will you be killed? I'll get out. Somehow, even if the situation does seem hopeless, I still believe you. If I did not, monsieur, believe me, I should not leave you. Oui, I too would stay. To the finish, if I did not think that monsieur Tarzan would do exactly as he predicted. Get out! This, do I hear drums again? Yes, 
When the drums get loud, they will attack. I go now into the trees. You follow Jane and the others. No matter what you are doing. Yes. They will not be able to climb without you. Yes, I suppose that is right. All right. Come, Francois. Monsieur Tarzan, permit me to shake your hand. I do, monsieur. One shot. Oh, Dieu. But he is a very hateful on your throne. C'est vrai, Francois. Never a misstep. Always so sure. So perfect. Look. Already has disappeared from view. And not a seed is disturbed. Why, mon duto? Where? Qu'est-ce que c'est que ça? Why? See. Blacks moving behind the bamboo. Oui. I can beat one off. He's a me. Yeah, you take the first one, mon And I shall catch the other when he jumps. Okay, Francois, they are charging! I shall use my revolver, Francois. Load both rifles deep! Wait, wait. Person is deadly with the bow and arrow. I have seen many fall the wheel of no charge. Mon Dieu, that cold... And you wish not to spot it, see? It's hurtling through the air. And look at the natives. They are coming to see He is right. This is our one chance. But I, I would not like to be on the opposite side from Monsieur Trazlan in a fight. No, no, mon ami. He maybe is a survive, but he has brains and uses them. I can only hope he is not foolhardy and does not delay too long. I do not think he will. Look ahead, mon lieutenant. Monsieur le professeur and the others. Almost at the wall of war. Yes, yes. With the help of luck, we shall get out. It seems to be waiting. Go ahead. Do not wait. Tarzan is coming. I'm here before you. I'm coming now. Uh, thanks to you, I think we shall get away. Hurry. If the Goman can get in here before we find the rock. But in a very short time, it will be dark. They will not be able to follow us in the dark. No, but when it is dark, Numa walks. And this is Numa's home. Well, as for me, I cannot work up any fear about lions. Not after the past few weeks. That is because you do not know Numa. One lion, true. That is nothing. But a whole lion family, perhaps six, maybe more, the pack is afraid of nothing. No, not even Tantor will face more than one lion. Tantor? Elephant. Here they are. Well, we made it, Tarzan. Yes, I think so. We must climb at once. I will go first, let down the rope. You can come up quickly. Uh, oh, oh, what? What's happening Oh, dear, I, I'm completely doomed. <laughs> I think that is the word. Come, Professor. You go first. I'll help you up. Yes, Daddy. Take a good grip on the rope. Uh, yes, my dear. Now, now, up, up you go. Tarzan. Yes. I, I do not think we can press on any farther tonight. I mean, not any farther than the top. It is dangerous. Here, Jane. Up here. That's it. What are you two talking about? Your father, Mademoiselle Shane, and click on. I am afraid that if we try to go any farther tonight, it's... Yes, I think the same. To press on will be fatal for both Daddy and Daddy. <laughs> That, 
That is what I mean. Not one lion, but many lions. Yes, Tarzan. While the others rest, you and I shall keep watch. All right. Well, I'll, I'll light a fire. Uh, uh, Nixon, suggested. I, to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. by Edgar Rice Burroughs, with Mr. James H. Pierce as Tarzan, and Miss Joanne Burroughs as Jane Porter. This is an American Gold Seal production, coming to you over the World Broadcasting System and its associated stations. Jane and Tarzan, acting upon the advice of Lieutenant Darno, have succeeded in blowing up the section of the sacred temple cave of the cannibal tribe, and have liberated Jane's father, Professor Porter, and his party. Reattacked by the cannibals, they successfully beat off the attack and scale an almost perpendicular wall of rock to escape. They run into a lion's den. With a blood-chilling roar, one of the brutes charges. Now, are you ready? Hold your breath! steps from beyond the circle of the others, new mother lion leaps for the Englishman's back. Before Darno can raise his rifle, Tarzan springs. The ape-man lands full on the tawny brute's shoulders. One bronze arm reaches onto the dripping charge. Tarzan pulls the great head back. He holds it in a vice-like grip. Numa lunges forward, tries to throw the ape-man over his head, but Tarzan holds on. Now the infuriated brute throws itself on the ground. Snapping towards the pointed, gleaming fangs, raise Tarzan's shoulders as they roll on the ground. Darno raises his rifle. He's uncertain what to do. Tarzan and the lion move too quickly to get the Frenchman a chance to aim. Again, Numa pounds to his feet. Tarzan still pushes his holy mane in iron fingers. Philander rushes forward, pulls Clayton out of the way. Tarzan has his right over. He pulls Numa's head back farther, farther. Numa gasps for breath. 
Again, the lion rises on its torches. Now, Tarzan raises his arm. Leaving great flashes. Now, again and again. Old fighting steel sinks into the lion's side. The great head sags. The yellow eyes glaze and deaden. Yuma is dead. Tarzan leaps aside as the lion slumps to the ground. He has no eyes for the group. Again, he's one of the tribe of Kerchak. One who has made his kill. Tarzan! Tarzan! Are you hurt? No. Was it Jade? You're all right? That lion scratched your shoulder. I'm all right. Yes, yes. Look at Clayton. I... 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 Seeing things. No, no, Daddy. That wasn't your fever. You really saw it. Are you all right, Clayton? Yes, I think so. But shaking in the knees. I didn't see that. The fruit at all. Of course, Clayton. Now sit down. Rest. How's that? Yes. We must get the fire going. That will keep the lions off. And lie down and rest, all of you. Tarzan and I shall keep watching. But I can't rest, Lieutenant. I'm all upset. And I know Daddy's fever is getting worse. Now, Mademoiselle Jane, you have behaved wonderfully. Do not break now. I won't, Lieutenant. I won't. And as for your father's fever, it is characteristic that it should be worse at night. Some more kidding would be in order. All right. Here, Archimedes. Uh, King Philander, I, I really am dazed already with taking so much of the stuff. My nerves are about gone. Everything is dancing, swimming before my eyes and come close to the fire. In fact, everyone move as close as he can for warmth, but mostly so that Tarzan and I can keep an eye on everybody. Really, Darno? I don't see how you and Tarzan can keep watch all night. You must be as tired as anyone. Can't I share the watch? No. Tarzan, not tired. Well, I admit that I am tired, but by no means sleepy. However, Monsieur Pellandier, if I feel that I must rest, I promise that I shall awaken you. All right. By the way, there's no reason why we shouldn't have a little coffee. Always a good stimulant. There's nothing left to eat, but coffee might help a lot. Hey, what old chap, as our English friends might say? An excellent suggestion, Philander. Will you make it, or shall I? I'll make it. By the way, my water bottle's empty. Well, voila, take mine. Thanks. Feeling any better yet, Monsieur Clayton? Oh, I, I think I'll be all right. You know, I feel like a perfect fool. Oh, you should not feel that way. After all, you know... Oh, yes, I know, I know. Being chipped by a lion isn't a nice experience. And being rescued by our ape friend doesn't help. Listen to me, Clayton. Well? You have a bad bout of fever. Ah, yes, but you have. Now, one of the best ways to shake off fever is to take things easily. Do not allow yourself to become so excited. Well, I'm doing my best. No, you are not. Not doing your best. You're too good a man to waste your energy getting angry about Tarzan. Wait, I'm sick and tired of hearing the fellow's name. Ah, maybe you are, maybe so. But you are not improving your standing with Mademoiselle Jane by those outbursts. Now listen to me, Dono. There are some things I won't discuss. There are limits to which even friends such as we are... Pardon, pardon, sir. Done them all. I shall speak no further. Eh uh, bien, how is the coffee, Monsieur Villandier? Just about ready. 
Here it is. You, Donna, hold the cups. Right. Was that Jane? Thank you. Monsieur le professeur? I think Daddy's asleep. Oh, good. Then you take this one, Monsieur Clinton. Thanks. Et puis, Tarzan? What is it? It's coffee, Tarzan. It will warm you up. Try some. Monsieur Tarzan has never drunk coffee? No, Lieutenant. Tarzan has never tasted good food. Tarzan, you will have to get used to eating food cooked by fire. Take the coffee. All right, then. One for you, Dono. One for me. Mm, but that is good, Monsieur Pendandier. It does hit the spot. Like it, Tarzan? No, Jane. It's hot. Tarzan never drank hot water before. Tarzan, look. There. A pair of eyes gleaming at us. Iron. I don't think he will come closer. He's too close now for comfort, Tarzan. You want to shoot? I, I do not want to. But if he comes any closer, I'm going to... If he comes any closer, I will shoot an arrow. Gun makes too much noise. Correct, Tarzan. I do not want to make any more noise than necessary. I mean, there is no use in attracting the blacks here if it can be avoided. It's, it's moving. It does seem to be moving closer. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, I'm are very hungry or very angry. Certainly not afraid. Imagine that brute daring to come right into the light of this fire. Arno, look down into the hollow there. What do you see? Flashes of light. Torches. The blacks. Yes, looking for us. Don't think Goman Ganny will try to come up here now. Oh, we could easily pick them off if they did come. There is only that one narrow gash in the rock. No, I do not think they will try. Couldn't they work their way around? I mean, uh, on the outside? Oh, it would take one day. No, no, no. They will come the other way if they come up at all. Oh, I don't seem to be able to get any rest. I know I'm childish, but I have a horrible fear. But my dear young lady, you have been truly magnificent. You have shown, how shall I say, remarkable courage. It is not surprising that now comes this reaction. But it isn't that. Oh, I don't know what it is. Surely nothing can happen that would be as bad or worse. And yet, oh, I can't throw off this, this smothering feeling of impending danger. Jungle fever. Night. Old Numa, Tabor, jungle feeling, Jane. Oh, I wish I felt that way, Tarzan. But no, it isn't that. It's something you don't know. Something you've never felt. A cold, unreasoning terror. A stark fear that will not be forced back. A horrible, cold, crushing sensation. No, 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 Mademoiselle Jane. Here, drink this. There. That's better, is not? Yes. <laughs> You see, the others are asleep. Oh, I wish I could There, sleep. there, now, do not worry. If you would rather talk, then talk. I think a few more sticks on the fire. Now, is that better, Jane? No. It's definitely... Yes, soundly. You're both frightfully good fellow. You've never once thought of yourself. Everything, everything you've done has been for me or Jane. Now, Mademoiselle Jean, I beg of you. If you must talk, then let it be some other topic of conversation. But I feel that I must talk. Oh, I've been so disappointed in Cecil. I did hope that... Oh, well, you can't understand. I understand. Before, Cecil was a different Tarmangani. I know. Yes. Before, like Numa. Now, not like Numa. I see. But, Tarzan, do not forget. Monsieur Plato is not in his right mind. And if his constitution had not been what it is, he would have died. But I know what you would say. You are going to put your father home, Monsieur Veranda. But, my dear young lady... The stronger a man is, the more this accursed African fever grips him. No, no, no. Forget Monsieur Clayton's recent actions. For when he is well, he will be sorry. Yes, I suppose you're right. <laughs> it was Sheeta. 
Perhaps he had made a kill. Oh, I ought to be used to the jungle life by now, but, oh, they're always so horrible. And then it's feeling that something terrible is going to happen to me. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't speak of it. You've had so much to bear yourself, Lieutenant. But I just have to talk to someone. No, no. Nothing will harm you, Jane. I am here. It, it is a threat of something from which not even you can save me. It makes me cold as a threat. Oh, Mark, retreat. I shall build up the fire, Paul. There. There. Is that not now, Peter? Yes. Yes, the light is welcome. That's the warmth. Oh, it's so dark. So dark out there. Oh, look. Look. Look at Daddy. 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 Oh, Daddy. Daddy, he's dying. Daddy, look at me. Speak to me. Oh, Daddy, Daddy. Don't leave me. Don't leave me, Daddy. Daddy. Daddy, don't leave me. Don't leave me, Daddy. Don't leave me. Will Professor Porter's collapse delay the party's return to the hut so that they may miss the cruiser? And what about the cruiser? Can it be possible that it has returned and gone away again? You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Edgar Rice Burroughs, with Mr. James H. Pierce as Tarzan, and Miss Joanne Burroughs as Jane Porter. This is an American Gold Seal production, directed by James Knight Carden, coming to you over the World Broadcasting System and its associated stations. Tarzan and Jane Porter have rescued Jane's father, Philander, Clayton, and Lieutenant Darno from the temple cave sacred to the cannibals. The party is attacked by the cannibals, and after a fight in which all but one of Darno's sailors are killed, they start off to the hut under Tarzan's guidance. They are camped for the night when Professor Porter collapses. Now, are you ready? Hold your breath. Oh, Daddy. Daddy, stay look at me. Daddy, please. Please speak to me. Daddy. Oh, Daddy, don't leave me. Don't leave me. Now, Mademoiselle Jane, calm yourself. Your father is in no immediate danger. But, Lieutenant, I know. I know. I've had that feeling. Fever, Mademoiselle, fever. Bad, bad, I know. But not necessarily fatal. Come, my friends. We must press on, even if it is barely daylight. Now then, will you carry the professor? Clayton has enough to do just to hold himself together. Yes. Darno, we'll put out the fire and get things together. I'll carry Jane's father. Now wait, Tarzan. You, Francois, go ahead and clear the way. We will, you Monsieur Pelon there will bring up the rear with me. I'm afraid, Dano, that the strain has been too much for Archimedes. Very much afraid. No, no, you are wrong, Monsieur Pelon there. That is typical of this fever. In a few moments, he will be himself again. Then, however, the attacks will become more frequent and more severe. That is, unless we can stop them. Yes, well, let's hope we can stop them. 
I say, where is Francois? He is ahead there, clearing the way. Oh, uh, have you any idea how far we have to go? Not so far now, Monsieur Clayton. Do not you feel the difference already in the air? The tang of the sea? Ah, now that you mention it, yes. Why, bless my soul. Is that the professor ahead, walking? Come on! How do you feel, Professor? Uh, better, Philander. Uh, so foolish of me. I don't understand. Now, don't you try to talk, Daddy. You say that to your will. Only a little way to hunt. Only a little time today now. Yes, I never was so glad to see the first signs of dawn. <laughs> you know, I hate to say it, but I'm just ravenous. It doesn't seem as though I'd eaten anything for weeks. Soon we get to open place. I will get food. My, that sounds good. I don't blame you, Jane. I'm plain starving. Well, I can go ahead and shoot something and have it ready for you. No need. I can get food easily without noise. Yes, Monsieur Clayton. We need not waste a shot. <laughs> do we have to do everything that Tarzan suggests? I'm getting sick and tired of Tarzan this and Tarzan that. Confound it! I'm able to use my own judgment. Listen to me, Clayton. It's time somebody spoke to you straight from the shoulder. You can go your own sweet way as long as it doesn't interfere with the safety of others. But when it does affect others, then you must toe the line. Look! Look! The clearing! We must be almost at the hut. Yes, Jane. A little more. My, but the sight of the clearing takes a load off my mind. The jungle is... The jungle is so depressing. Dono. Yes, Monsieur Falandier. This attitude of Clayton's is getting unbearable. And besides, yes, yes. I don't think it's safe for Clayton to have a rifle. He's not in any fit mood to be an But, Monsieur Fellander, to try to deprive him of that rifle now, well, it would only lead to more unpleasantness and perhaps precipitate the very thing that you fear. Yeah, well, I suppose you're right. Don't lag behind, you two. Aren't you excited at getting back to the house? Now, may we wait? Yes, then more. Come, Monsieur Fellander. We are almost there. Uh, don't you think we are so close now that Tarzan might leave us and get something to eat? I think so, Professor. Yes, I know we are. Amazing the way we have come to depend upon him. Yes, it certainly is, Daddy. Why, you know, we all owe him our lives. Tarzan, go now. You go to her. Tarzan, bring food. You come back before long, Tarzan? Yes, Jane. As soon as I have made a kill... And once more, our hairless ape friend takes to the trees. <laughs> really, Cecil, I cannot understand or appreciate your dislike of Tarzan. Had he ever done anything harmful to you, there would be some excuse for your sarcasm and your ill feelings. But to my knowledge, he has done nothing but good toward every one of us, and toward you especially. Quite right, quite right, my dear. Uh, you appear to have forgotten, Clayton, that he has saved your life. Not once. But several times. Which fact I appreciate. Though it was probably only done to stand well in Jane's eyes. However, that's merely a matter of opinion. Frankly, the fellow's getting on my nerves a bit. That's not fair, Clayton. Nor is it sporting of you. I emphatically agree with Jane and Professor Porter. Had it not been for Tarzan, on several occasions, there would be no Lord Greystoke. You'd long since have gone the way of your uncle. Well, apparently I stand alone in my dislike for the fellow. Well, I can't help it. His very presence annoys me frightfully. His proprietary air with Jake, his animal health and brute strength, and 
Oh, everything about him sets my teeth on it. But you are distraught, monsieur. The fever is in your veins. Now, now a little rest only, and you will forget all this. How did he uh, treat you, Jane, during the time you were alone in the jungle with him? Oh, Cecil, your impossible attitude is becoming more than annoying. He was very much of a gentleman, and there wasn't a day went by that he didn't put himself in danger to protect me. Tarzan is absolutely fearless. He has the natural instincts of a gentleman, an exceptionally fine character, and you are wrong. Wrong! Um, from what I have seen of Tarzan, I heartily agree with you, Mademoiselle Jane. I should feel honored to call him friend. <laughs> it's very apparent that you're all prejudiced in his favor. He certainly gained an invaluable place in your esteem through his constant vain, glorious pretensions. Now, my friend, that isn't fair. You must realize that Tarzan's actions are anything but opposed. He doesn't know the meaning of the word. Exactly, Philander. The young man is far too naive for any such... If you were not ill, Cecil, you would be the first to realize your mistake. Ill? Ill? I'm not ill. Not in the least. I merely see the boundary from an unbiased viewpoint. You, Philander, and you, Professor Porter, believe it was an ape who abducted Jane in the first place. I am still and shall always remain of the opinion... That it was none other than Tarzan himself who was James of Dutch. I beg your pardon, Clayton. I saw the ape clearly. You hear? I saw the ape. Both Jane and her father are well able to corroborate that statement. But who should know better than I? But, Mr. Philander, what's the use in all this ridiculous argument? Cecil is perfectly welcome to his opinion, as far as I am concerned. He cannot change my high opinion of Tarzan. Or mine, Jane. Listen to it. Why, the fellow's nothing less than a savage, a cannibal himself. If your ideas weren't so terribly biased, you'd all see it for yourself. But, Monsieur Clayton, that, that Clayton, you are oh, not... Oh, never mind, Father. Cecil, I can only remind you again of everything that Tarzan has done for us. And whatever you think, he has shown himself a gentleman. More of a gentleman, in fact, than Cecil Clayton of Greystoke. And far, far better company. Bravo, Mademoiselle Jane. Bravo. Clayton, furious at Jane Porter's remarks, blinded by hate and jealousy, walks rapidly ahead of the party. He disappears behind the screen of bamboo. Jane, Darno, and the rest of the party stand still for a moment. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Don't feel badly, Jane. Cecil needed something like that to bring him to his senses. Oh, I was afraid of that. The shot passes within an inch of Tarzan's head. The ape-man springs. He snatches the rifle from Clayton's grasp. His muscular hands grip, stock and barrel. He raises his knee, brings the rifle down across it. With a loud snap, the stock is broken from the barrel, and Tarzan tosses the useless rifle into the underbrush. Clayton lunges toward him, a smile of fury on his lips. Tarzan's left hand shoots out of the Englishman's throat, holds him away from him with one hand, squeezing, squeezing slowly. Clayton's eyes protrude, his struggles lessen. He gasps wildly for breath. Oh, Tarzan, Tarzan, don't kill him. For my sake, don't, don't, don't. Make sure. Help, help me to stop this. The man is mad. Mad. Tarzan. Tarzan. Stop. 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 You wish me to let this man go? He tried to kill me. Oh, yes, yes. Please let him go. Tarzan hurls Clayton at Jane's feet. There he is. 
I give him to you, James. Oh, Tarzan, please understand. I only ask that you don't kill him for your own sake. I do understand. You want him? Take him. Tarzan of the Apes goes back to his own, to the beasts which do not kill or hate. You're wrong, Tarzan. You do not understand. Tarzan, understand. He is just an ape man. He belongs to the jungle. Tarzan, Tarzan, wait! Please don't go away now, Tarzan! Tarzan proudly turns his back on the little party of silent men and the white girl. He walks to the nearest tree and without a single backward glance swings into the lower branches. Will Tarzan be able to stay away from Jane Porter? And what will happen should Clayton and the ape-man meet again? Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash silverageheroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior! Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Now, are you ready? Hold your breath. 
Dharao, Philander, somebody stop him! Tarzan, Tarzan! Oh, he doesn't understand. Cecil, this is all your fault. No, no, Jane, calm yourself. Tarzan will realize his mistake and come back to it. Oh, you don't know Tarzan. He's so just and fair. He doesn't know that he is, but he knows nothing else. He can't understand why Cecil should want to kill him. Confound it. I didn't know it was Tarzan coming through the trees. I saw something. Oui, Monsieur Clayton, you saw something and you fell. And it would have been the same if it had been Mademoiselle Jane. Perhaps Lieutenant Dano is inclined to be backward about expressing himself, Clayton. I will do it for him. We've all been inclined to tolerate your impossible actions and forgive them on the grounds of fever. I'm not asking anyone to forgive me for anything. I tell you something moved in the brush. How did I know it was Tarzan? Everyone else knew Cecil. And it's odd, it's very odd, that you were the only one to make a mistake. Are you insinuating... That'll do, Clayton. My advice to you is to keep pretty quiet. Let someone else do the shooting. Come on. The damage is done. Let's go into the hut. Mais mon Dieu, nom de chien, prenez le sol! What is it, Dano? The place, the place has been ransacked. Follow the search. Turned completely upside down. Oh, could it have been Tarzan? No, I was with Tarzan and that time he was here. Uh, much too methodical for one of the apes. Of course, it could have been the blacks, but I doubt that very much. They would have taken everything. Well, we might as well start setting the place to rights. Francois, oui, mon Take this bucket and fetch water. We may as well get something to eat. Are, are all your papers there, Cecil? Those you left here, I mean? Uh, yes. Yes, they've been moved, but they're all here. And that is, of course. All except the Greystoke diary, and that was gone before we left the hut. As for me, I'm going to get that boar, uh, the one that Tarzan killed for us. Uh, Monsieur Falanda, look after things here, will you? Yes, of course, of course. Oh, Professor, I think you'd better get into bed. Best place for a fever. Uh, but, Philander, I'm all right now. I, I certainly am not an invalid. Then you do as you're told, right now. Can you make out what he said? No, but I'll go outside and see what it's all about. What is it, Darno? Francois, he was down there for what there, and he says there has been a boat here. A boat? Uh, do you mean that the, the, the cruiser has been here and gone? Now, do not alarm yourself. We do not know as yet. Alors, let us go and find out. Oh, I can't bear to think of it. Mademoiselle, we do not know. Je vous prie, wait until we get there. Oh, I wasn't thinking of the boat. I was thinking about Tarzan. I feel sure, Jane, that he will come back. Yes, and have Cecil shoot at him again. No, I don't think Clayton will do that again. By the way, where is Clayton? Uh, he stays behind us, the hut. He feels rather badly, I expect. Well, he ought to. Ah, there has been a small boat beached here. Uh, footprints. Madame. Yes, monsieur. But not the footprints of French Seors. Now, how can you tell, Lieutenant? Footprints are footprints. Ah, oui, but these are the prints of hobnailed boots. My sailors wear naval boots. There are no nails in there. Uh, how old are the marks? That is, how recent. Not old. A few days at its very most. But why beach a boat here, so far from the coast? That I do not know, monsieur. Uh, for whatever reason, it increases our hopes of rescue. I'm not at all sure about that. No, no more am I, mademoiselle. In fact, I am very suspicious. Uh, but why? We have no siren, of course. The marks may be older than I think, but we may have been too far off to here. But the cruiser's siren carries a long, long distance. As far as I am concerned, it may be merely intuition, but I feel that, that well, that everything is not all right. At any rate, we can do nothing about it now. We might as well return to the hut.
I don't like to leave Clayton alone too long. Disillusioned because of the treatment he had received at the hands of the white man he wanted to call his friends. Especially as he disappointed in Jane Porter. She, he feels, should have understood, should have known that he, Tarzan, would not have attacked Clayton without ample reason. Tarzan pauses, looks about him, feasts his eyes on the jungle. His jungle. Yes, Tarzan. This is where you belong. You do not understand the Tarmangani. And the Tarmangani do not understand you. Tarzan seats himself on a broad branch and gazes over the almost endless expanse of trees. His keen, penetrating glance pierces the tangled mass of undergrowth. Home. This is home. Here with Numa, with Sabor, and Tantor. Tantor, he is your friend. Though Tarzan does not know it, he misses companionship. Someone, something, anything to talk to. A friend to share his disappointment. A sympathetic ear into which he can whisper the thoughts that crowd in upon him. He rises to his feet, cups his hands to his mouth. Tarzan's call to Tantor, his friend, echoes and re-echoes through the jungle depth. Down by the waterhole, Tantor hears, and raising his trunk, the elephant answers the call. Tarzan swings off rapidly in the direction of the answer as Tantor, his little eyes gleaming with pride and pleasure, lumberingly hurries to meet Tarzan. Tantor! Tantor! Down through the tangled mass of familiar vines and branches, Tarzan drops to the broad back of his jungle friend, Tantor the Elephant. Yes, Tantor. It is here in the jungle with you that I belong. Not with those Tarmangani who do not understand the jungle's ways. As Tarzan whispers to the great beast, he drums his toes on the tough gray hide. And Tantor, understanding, supremely happy that his friend has come home, sways his trunk from side to side as he plods along the jungle trail. Upside down. And there is a sign 
or muff or anything that we find. You're always looking for on the black side of things, Carlos. What's the difference? The map don't mean a thing no more. We move the stuff. What I don't understand is how these geeks found our hiding place. Oh, that ain't so odd. The professor had another map. He come here looking for the swag. He don't find it, so he starts looking around. He finds where we hid it and moves it. Yes, but he won't tell. He'll tell. When I get through with him, he will. Or, if he happens to be too odd, we'll take the dame. I have a great way with dames, I have. Uh, no, no, Carlos, my lad. Dames never hold out on snipes. Hmm. Maybe the dame doesn't know. No? Then if the dame don't know, we'll hold her. Tell them other blokes come across. Then... Then uh, what? Then we'll put them all to sleep. <laughs> and me for London. And you? Oh, what do I care? <laughs> oh, sounds great. Snipes, but they haven't come back yet. We've been here days and never a sign of this. They left some of that gear up the yacht, didn't they? They'll be back. And when they come, Carlos, my lad, <laughs> well, you just wait and see. What was that? What is it? What is it, It's them! The old man and his gang. Come on, Harry! Here's where we get them! And get him right. Sure. Come on now. Hurry up. Come on, let's get him. We'll get him. Now, what will happen? Will the pirates succeed in carrying out their vicious plot? Behold my process. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, uh huh? It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, but with exclusive loot on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Edgar Rice Burroughs, with Mr. James H. Pierce as Tarzan, 
and Miss Joanne Burroughs as Jane Porter. This is an American Gold Seal production released by the World Broadcasting System and Associated Stations. After Tarzan has rescued the White Party from the cannibals, Clayton tries to shoot him. Unable to understand that Clayton's fever delirium caused this, Tarzan leaves the White to return to the jungle. Unknown to him, the mutineers have returned and plan to attack the party at the cabin. Tarzan returns to the council circle of the apes to find his kingship challenged by Takla of Bullet. The Bullet charges at Tarzan, murder in his eye. Now, are you ready? Hold your breath. At Takla's roar, Tarzan whips about. Quickly, the ape man's hand flashes through the knife in his belt. Takla sees the movement, hesitates, but only for a moment. With long, hairy arms reaching and gleaming, dripping fangs bare, the great bull ape lunges forward. Tarzan commands Takla to go back. Takla blinks his hate reddened eyes, and with another challenging roar, draws closer. Tarzan leaps to one side. Takla turns, and again Tarzan leaps. No, the ape man is behind Takla. Tarzan springs as the hairy brute turns. Tarzan lands on Takla's back. The ape man's arm slips under Takla's fore and above behind the thick bull neck. Tarzan grips the coarse, bristling hairs. The rippling muscles swell as he starts to force the brute's head down. Tarzan forces the ape's head lower. 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 Takla sinks to his knees. With a roar, Takla throws himself to the ground. He tries to roll over to pin Tarzan to the ground. But Tarzan's too strong for him. He breaks his knees in Takla's back. Once again, the ape man tenses his muscles. Forces Takla's head lower. Yes, the ape grunts. Quickly, Tarzan jumps clear. Takla rolls to his back. And before he can make a move, Tarzan launches himself out of the brute's chest. Takla blinks his eyes and looks at the gleaming point of the knife held at his throat. Tarzan asks Takla if he will surrender. But Takla only grunts in reply. Tarzan presses the hunting knife further into the thick, coarse hairs of the brute's throat. Takla screams as he feels the sharp point of the blade in his throat. Again, Tarzan asks Takla to surrender. Tarzan, 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 I am Tarzan, king of the apes, mighty hunter, mighty fighter. In all the jungle there is none so great. You, Takla, have surrendered to me. All the tribe has heard. Fight no more with your people or with me, for the next time I will kill you. <laughs> Tarzan springs to his feet. With the shout of the claim of the apes ringing in his ears, the ape man grasps the low-hanging limb and disappears into the trees. Meanwhile, a short distance from the river, Clayton and Philander are returning through the jungle to the cabin in the clearing. Not much luck shooting, eh, Clayton? And no, Philander. With all this expanse of jungle, not a blessed thing to shoot at that we could eat. Possibly if we go out later this evening. We can try the river, eh? Almost sure to be something there. Well, we're not far from there now. We might go down and try. Say, look there. What? Looks to me like a camp. I believe you're right. Let's investigate. 
Take it easy. We don't know who they are or what we're getting into. No. No, but they're probably the party who left the boat march on the beach. Well, the place looks pretty deserted. Yes. Yes, but the fire hasn't been out for very long. By Jove! Look out there into the cove. The arrow! Our ship! Our ship! Then, man alive! The mutineer! Chain! Porter! Alone at the hut! Come, Philander! Hurry! Hurry, Philander! While Clayton and Philander have been hunting, Jane has been carrying for fever-ridden Professor Porter at the hut. Jane? Jane, my dear. What is it, Daddy? Are you feeling better now? Uh, yes, dear. A great deal. The treatment given me by Lieutenant Jarno last night seems to have worked wonders on me. Oh, that's fine. In no time at all, you'll be the fittest one of us all. How is the Clayton getting along? Well, he seems to have improved a great deal in health. I don't like to give you advice, my dear. No, Daddy. But you've always let me run my own affairs. Uh, uh, what I was about to say, however, is... I have noticed a certain coolness between you and Clayton lately. Well, don't you bother your head about it. Uh, but I must say, it concerns the welfare of all of us to be on good terms with one another. Yes, none of us can afford to be unsociable. Uh, not only that, my dear, but Clayton is one of the English nobility. It might be just as well to keep him his good graces. But he's been so... So insulting about Tarzan that I that I couldn't help but show my feelings. After all, Jane, despite the fact that Tarzan is a noble fellow and all that, he is really just an untutored savage. A savage. Yes, a savage who has saved us all from death. Not once, but many times. And Cecil especially. <laughs> yes, yes, dear. Uh, it is sometimes difficult to understand Cecil's mood. Still, we should all make allowances. Perhaps we might keep on the good side of Darno, too. He is of the French Navy, you know. Now, now, Jane, you're, you're chiding me. <laughs> but you know as well as I do that it is it sometimes pays to have, if you will allow the expression, a friend of course. Oh, never mind, Daddy. I know what you're getting at. But Cecil makes me so angry with his constant slurs against Tarzan. Uh, yes, 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 dear. Uh, by the way, uh, where are the others? Well, Cecil and Mr. Philander went off to shoot something to eat. Francois went for water, and Darno, I believe, has gone off to the headland. To the headland? What for? To make a beacon, I suppose, in case another ship should pass before the cruiser returns. Uh, what did Darno and Cecil decide about those uh, boat marks upon the sand at the beach? We can't imagine, Daddy. The marks, together with the footprints, which Darno said were not made by sailor's shoes... And the ransacking of the cabin are a puzzle we haven't solved. Uh, yes, yes, I know. Uh, but the marks were old, I think. Uh, it may be some ship put in here for water while we were at the uh, cannibal village. Well, I, for one, am heartily sorry we failed to arrive at the same time as the ship, no matter what sort of a ship it might have been. Water, yes, yes, water. Uh, that was probably what they wanted. Oh, I... I think one of the others must be returning. Wait a minute, I'll go and look. Oh! Uh, what is it, Jane? Oh, no. Ain't no use trying to close the door. Daddy, Daddy, the gun. Quickly. Show that. I can move to get that gun, and I'll drop you where you stand. Come on, King. Powers, come right in. Better if I close the door, eh? Right up. What do you want? What's the meaning of this? You'll find out soon enough, Governor. Powers, watch the old gent. I'll look after the lady. <laughs> I as a tyke and why with the lady as I am. If the others come back and find you here tonight, 
They'll kill you. Now, you let your little side. I'll do the talking for a chime. Where did you hide that blasted treasure? We've never seen the treasure. You know as well as I do tonight that I threw that chart overboard. What happened after that, we don't know. Yes, I know all about that. Trice brought the chart back. We found the treasure. You found it? You see, my dear, I was right. Shut up. Can't put that stuff over on me. What we want to know is, where did you hide it? I tell you, we've never seen it. You said you found yes. it. I don't know. How about you, Professor? Don't suppose you'd know? Uh, no, no, I, I've never seen it. Ain't anybody asked you if you've seen it? All he wants to know is, where is it now? Oh, how often do I have to tell you we know nothing about it? Now, now, don't put on them high and mighty airs with me. Ah, come on, Snipes. We're just wasting time. Let's take him along with us. That way you've got time to work on Yes, that's the ticket, all right. The mothers is liable to come in here any minute. Right, old mate. So long as they ain't going to act the way we want them to. Come on there, Professor. Get up. Oh, I can't do that. My father's almost dead with fever. He'll live long enough for us to find out what we want to know. Now, you listen to me. If you think that my father knows where that treasure is buried, kicking him out and torturing him isn't going to help you any. You'll just die. Oh, what? You're talking to the old ghost anyway, Sniper. I wouldn't give a soldier for a chance at all. Well, listen to me now, you swab. I want that loot. I don't care whether the old fool dies or not. I mean to have that treasure. All right, all right. Well, then, let's take the dame. Hold her as hostage. Then the old bird will kick through. No, that's an idea. Come along, my pretty. I won't. Oh, won't you, though? I got the chance. Come on, you. Cover a pipe there. You, you, you. Shut your mouth. You. Or I'll bust you out. Philander, or Dono hear those shots? Will Tarzan in the jungle hear them? Or will the pirates succeed? You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. James H. Pierce as Tarzan, and Miss Joanne Burroughs as Jane Porter. This is an American Gold Seal production, released by the World Broadcasting System and Associated Stations. It is incomprehensible to Tarzan that Clayton should try to kill him after he had rescued the party from cannibals. Tarzan does not understand that Clayton was maddened with fever, and so the ape-man returns to his jungle, 
to learn that Takla, a bull ape, disputes his kingship. In a fierce battle, Tarzan defeats the ape and resumes the leadership of the tribe of Kershaw. Meanwhile, the mutineers have landed, attacked the hut, and are carrying Jane away. Now, are you ready? Hold your breath. Of cracking of the shot, which water fires to attract assistance, carry to Clayton and Philander as they rush through the brush toward the hut. I'll go ahead, Philander. I'm right behind you, Clayton. Go on. Coming up from the headland, Dono breaks into the clearing as Francois drops the bucket of water he's bringing up from the street. What is it, Francois? He's from the cover and won't you Ah, there is Monsieur Clayton. What is it, Clayton? I, I don't know. It's Jane. But where? Look, breaking through the undergrowth. Two men, no, three. And they're carrying Jane. I see them. No, no, do not shoot. You are sure to hit Mademoiselle Jane. This way, from snipes and throws herself to the ground. Yes, mutineers came from Jane. Then I go quick. What, Tarzan? What are you going to do? Do? 
Nothing but kill them. Well, uh, uh, Yes, yes, by Jove, I was thinking the same thing, Philander. What are you talking about? Well, you see, my dear, if Tarzan had been here when Saxon's crew were carrying you off, well, well, killing them would have been in order. Yes, but to allow Tarzan to deliberately go out and, uh, uh, well, it appears to be almost like an execution. Armangani, I killed Jane. Now, Tarzan kills Armangani. Now, we are not Tarzan. It looks evil, but you see, Tarzan, we can't let you kill them. No, no, Tarzan. If they try to hurt us, to kill us, yes. Then it's all right to kill them. But now, oh no, you can't. Tarzan does not understand. They try to kill you, but you not try to kill them. Well, well, it is rather difficult to explain. But you'll have to take our word for it. Just don't think any more about it, Tarzan. Tarzan, come over here a moment, will you? What is it? Clayton and myself tried to get some meat today, and, uh, well, we didn't get any. Oh, you like me to get meat? Porter? Anything, Tarzan. All right. Tarzan, go now. Where are you going, Tarzan? Tarzan... Okay, Parker. I'm back quick. As Tarzan swings into the trees, the tropic sun, a red ball of fire, dips into the sea. Tarzan forces. His sensitive nostrils search the jungle breezes for the scent of the spore of horse and the boar. What was that? Tarzan turns and looks toward the sea. They are coming through the brush of the mutineers. The ape man swings himself silently through the upper jungle terrace. He drops hand over hand and he's almost over them. I tell you, if we go back now, we'll catch them napping. Get our set shot for the hose, you mean. Tell me for waking the daylight and get the rest of the boys off the ship. Ah, oh, you blokes giving me a pain. Oh, I gotta go by myself. Ah, uh, welcome. And I ain't crazy about it, but I'll go. Tarzan regards the mutineers through narrowed lids as they turn about and make toward the hut. With never the disturbance of a leaf, he swings his way back over the trail of the upper jungle terrace. A horse. Blacker than the deepening shadows, Horta the boar darts across the trail. Tarzan remembers his promise to land her swiftly. He drops earthward, limb by limb. Horta snarls as the ape man lands squarely astride the broad shoulders. The flashing, gleaming cut sweeps sideways. Tarzan throws his feet back, brings Horta above the throat. Together they roll over. Tarzan's knife lighters once, twice, again. Tarzan rises to his feet, faces his foot on the boar's carcass, and raises his head to the skies. Oh, blimey, what's that? I, I don't know. Don't sound like nothing human. It's, it's, it's that jungle guy that led me through the trees. Let's get out of here quick, thanks. Yeah, you're right, King. I trace back what I said about going to that air up tonight. We're waiting until daylight. Tarzan swings Porter easily across his shoulders and starts for the hut. As he swings his way through the trees, Tarzan tries in vain to understand why Jane and the others should wish to spare these cruel Tarmangani that have tried to kill them. He sees the light shining out into the clearing, and his heart beats faster as he drops to the ground before the hut. Jane! Jane! Oh, that's Tarzan! Jane! I'm going out! Be careful. I won't Be careful. go. I won't go away. And anyway, I'm quite safe with Tarzan. See, Jane? Tarzan, come back quick. Yes, Tarzan. And I feel much safer with you here. Can't you stay here, Tarzan? Tarzan does not understand, white men. What do you mean? What made you say that? Clayton said, Tarzan not killed. What you call them, mutineers? Yes, mutineers. But in Clayton's head is the thought to kill Tarzan. Oh, no. No, I'm sure not. Oh, yes. Tarzan ape. But ape not fool. Manu a fool. White men like Manu. 
think one thing now, then forget and do another thing. You don't think much of a Tarzan, do you? Tarzan loves Jane. Be friends with others because Jane likes them. But Tarzan sees, sees white men kill for no reason. My people, the beasts of the jungle, always have reason for killing, for food, to keep others from killing them and to protect their... I, I have no words for it. They're Jane. You mean to protect those that they love? Yes. Tarzan, kill other men before they come back. But it's wrong to kill in cold blood. Tarzan's blood hot. He sees Sheeta. I kill Jane. He kills Sheeta. Tarzan does not know why he should kill good Sheeta and not kill bad white man. Well, I give up, Tarzan. I think your logic is better than ours. The difference between us is that we are bound by a lot of man-made laws. And you answer only to the laws of God. That's the difference between law and justice. Tarzan does not understand too many new words. The difference is that white men have the mind of Manu, and Tarzan has the mind of Tarzan. <laughs> oh, Tarzan, you are delightful, and as usual, right. Jane, uh, I, I wish that you would come in, dear. I'm worried when you are out there after dark. I'm coming, Daddy. I'm a friend along here. Daddy's pretty sick, and we can't let him worry. Tarzan stole Munga Village for arrows. Come back, quick. But that's a long way. It took us two days. White men move like Kota. Tarzan, go quick. Come back, quick. Oh, but I had to have you go, Tarzan. You don't have to leave at once. Jane likes Tarzan. Stop. Jane likes stop. Yes, Tarzan. That's it. The jungle blackness closes in. Jane and Tarzan, oblivious to everything, oblivious even to the tact of the mutineers of plotting, seat themselves on a fallen log. Except for the jungle noises... All is quiet, and in that companionship that requires no words, Jane and Tarzan, silent, watch the water shimmer in the silver moonlight. Jane, I love you. The pirates have been routed for the moment, but what new brand of deviltry? Will daylight break? Will the pirates attack again while Tarzan has gone for arrows? You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media. novels by Edgar Rice Burroughs, with Mr. James H. Pierce as Tarzan, and Miss Joanne Burroughs as Jane Potter. This is an American Gold Seal production, directed by James Knight Carden, and released by the World Broadcasting System and Associated Stations. After Tarzan has succeeded in rescuing the White Party from the cannibals, Clayton, the Englishman, tries to kill the ape-man. Tarzan does not understand that fever is responsible for this strange conduct. 
and he leaves the wife. However, when Tarzan discovers that the mutineers have returned and are about to raid the cabin, he warns the wife. He starts to leave for Munger's village for a new supply of arrows, but lingers for a while to talk with Jane. Now, are you ready? Hold your breath. Beautiful, Jane. Jungle night, beautiful. You like the jungle, don't you, Tarzan? Yes, before, Tarzan liked jungle. Now, Jane here, Tarzan likes more. Jane likes jungle more? Yes. As long as you're here, I like it. But, Jane, better not stay out here. I think Tarmangani come hut again. Oh, you do? Yes. I watch them go to camp. Then they turn and come back again. Well, well we better call and tell the others. You get it down now. No, Mrs. Tarzan is here. He said that the mutineers turned around as if, as if they were coming back. Why? Mm, then uh, we had better be ready for them. Ah, you did get the boar, Tarzan. Yes, Porter. Porter not easy to kill, but Porter good meat. You're right, Tarzan. Wild boar is a dish fit for a king. I will go and see what the Tarmangani are All doing. All right. I think you'd better come back inside the hut, Jane. Uh, I'll stay with you, Donald. Now, we and Francois, I think, also. If we are to have a visit from our pirate friends, well, the reception may as well be warm. I'll close the door. Then you won't be marked against the light. All right. What was it, Sir Lander? Just Tarzan with some meat. Feeling any better, Daddy? Uh, yes, yes, Jane. But I do wish that you would leave my things where I put them. Yes, Daddy, what? And I maintain, Professor Brinsley, that your theory is entirely erroneous. Oh, he's delirious again. Slightly. Nothing we can do, Jane. Just let the attack wear off. Uh, the hieroglyphic distinctly says three bullets, not thirty. Ah, the bell. Show the gentleman in, Jane. The gentleman in. Oh, dear, can't we do something? No, Jane, just leave him. He'll fall into a natural sleep again. Jane, I want to talk to you. Yes, Mr. Philander. I've known you since you were a baby, Jane. I've always had your welfare at heart. Oh, I know that. You've been a darling. The way you put up with Daddy's, well, really peculiarities. But I wish to talk of you, Jane. You and Tarzan. Yes? Now, no one has a greater regard for that gentleman than I have, Jane. But... But... Well, uh, after all, you were quite right to champion him when he was maligned by Clayton. But, Jane, I'm, I'm afraid you're falling in love with him. If you haven't done so already. You don't answer me. What can I say? Then it is as I thought. Now, Jane, you must realize that while Tarzan is a splendid fellow, you can't marry him. Why not? My dear... Your circle of friends, the society in which you're accustomed to move. Tarzan is a gentleman. Of course, of course. But attacking the problem from a different angle, would Tarzan be happy away from his jungle? Can you give up everything to live here? But, but I don't intend to live here. Why not? Because, well, because I don't. You expect Tarzan to give up the jungle to live in civilization? No. He'd never be happy. Tarzan has just come back. Oh! Oh, hello, Tarzan. Tarzan, go back to camp. Oh, you've been there? 
Yes, I followed their trail. See the fire? Look, over there. Ah, yes, you can barely see the glow through the trees. Then it would almost seem as though we would stay here for the night. Yes, it looks that way. Then I think I'll lie down and rest. Do so by all means, Monsieur Finlandia. Then you will be all the fresher to stand watch tomorrow. And you, Jane, I think you should rest too. Nursing your father is taking too much out of you. Oh, I'm all right. I'm worried, of course, about Daddy, but I'm by no means ill. I'm quite puzzled. Why should the mutineers, pirates, or whatever you want to call them, start to come here and then, for no apparent reason, abandon their scheme? That, uh, apparently, we cannot know, monsieur. Well, many things may have happened to them in the jungle, and it's barely possible that they may have fought among themselves. Well, in that case, I'm sure we would have heard the shot. Yes. I'm inclined to agree with Jane. We should have heard any fighting with their camp so close by. But, uh, but we have not thanked Monsieur Tarzan for the poor that he has brought us. Oh, yes. We do thank you, Tarzan. If it weren't for you, we should have gone hungry more than once since we landed here. Quite right, Jane. We are deeply in Tarzan's debt. Tarzan, don't go. Stay here a while with us. I think now I go away. Go to Gomangani Village for more arrows. Must you go there, Tarzan? Yes. When Tarmangani come back, I must have plenty arrows. Well, uh, I think we'd better go inside the hut. It's chilly. Not too good for the professor's fever to have this door open. You have right, monsieur. Good night, Tarzan. Good night, Jane. of the upper jungle terrace, Tarzan swings his way toward Monger's village. Much as he dislikes the idea of leaving the vicinity of the hut, still Tarzan cannot neglect his supply of arrows. Below him, and to the right, the ruddy glow from the pirate's campfire lightens the dark recesses of the jungle. Tarzan notes the figures about the fire, and satisfied that they're there for the night, he speeds on his way. But what of the pirates? Are they camped for the night? While I ate to leave this warm fire, what I tight is, let's go back, clean them out. Let's all go this time. I ain't anxious to go, not after that noise that we heard. Ah, oh, forget it, Swab. Bark nothing but some new kind of animal. Yeah. Well, that ain't what you said when we was out there. Say, I'm telling you, this blasted jungle is one thing. When we got a roaring fire like this a going. In the dark. Hey, it ain't so hot. Hey, we can take the whole bunch this time. Make it look better and make them give in quicker. What are you talking about, give in? There ain't going to be no giving in. That's Professor Bloke. The court. That's all we want. And the rest? Burn them. Get them unaware. And shoot them down. Sounds easy. But I noticed you didn't stand out front when the shooting was going on. Shut up. All that shooting didn't do no good. You know If you guys are going to chew the rag here, all right, I'd just as soon go to the blooming nut. Right, all right. Come on, then. 
and don't make too much noise. Because you blokes walk quiet, you want to wipe the old blasted jungle? Well, go ahead and lead the way. I notice you ain't taking the lead. Fine. One more crack out of you, and I'm going to... And what? You gloomy lime juicer? I stole that cab. You guys are getting on my nerves. Right. This jungle could drive a blue bomb in time. we got to keep all on ourselves. I'll say, I got an idea. No. Yeah. That guy we heard, I bet it was that jungle guy that you told us about. Oh, you're bombing. That there ain't the jungle bloke. Well, I bet you're right at that corner. Please quiet. Yeah. And all the dark. That they're all asleep. Hey, don't forget that Frenchman may be walking sentry go. Well, you tackle him. I'll get the day. King, you and the boys can touch the professor. Sure, sure. Leave it to us. Quiet, quiet. I have no desire. Oh, it's bolted on the inside. What's that? Is that you, Tom, Yes. Just a minute. I'll open the door. That's back there. We'll do her head when she comes out. Yeah. But what about the rest of you? Pick the dime. See her talk? Here she is. Tom, where are you? Let him grab her feet there, King. Come on. Let's go. What fate? is to be James at the hands of the pan. Will Tarzan discover her capture in time to save her? Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash silverageheroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior!